You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. Episode 20. Here we are. Wow. We've made it. 20 weeks we've been doing this. 20 weeks. That is five... Five months? Mm-hmm. What? Right? Yeah. January, February, March, April. Yeah, four, five months. Four weeks a month-ish. Time flies when you're having so much fun. Really? Truly. Um, how's everybody doing? <laughs> There's a couple um, things that we need to talk about. Yeah. One, we already did the interview with Lauren Van Zant from Missy O'Hare, and it's amazing, so, so get excited for that. Um, Chelsea just left me. She's um, so phenomenal, and her story and the story of Missio is so encouraging. So we can't wait for y'all to hear that. So cool. Of course, we're gonna get into the Bachelor, but first we need to we need to talk about our two hundred goal. <laughs> the pause and the drama in that pause. I know it was partially because. Of all the salt, I just yeah. Ate we just pretzels. ate a whole bunch of pretzels. <laughs> we had a snack break before yeah. we started recording. Um, yeah. So that two hundred goal, I don't know about it happening. I mean, I'm never gonna lose faith. Ye of little faith. But seriously, where but, are we? Um, we're at one twenty one. Okay, so it's so May twenty first. Yeah. We have nine days, ten days to get. So just go do it, guys. It doesn't even have to be a long one. Like, we love the long ones, and we probably will text each other the long ones. But if you just want to... if you want to just say, hey, this is a great podcast, and I really like it... Just go, write, I'm leaving a review. That I mean, that... Maybe make it a little... No. But, like, something simple. Something that people will... Um, like, need... Will trust. Need to listen to this, because... Did you see that girl's review? That's what you want people to say. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we would just really appreciate it. Okay, okay, thank you bye. so much. Bye. <laughs> um, okay. We got a few really good new ones. We do. I really love that one from last week. This one? The one that we didn't read and we chose to read the other one. We were oh, battling. There's, there's a lot of good ones though too. Okay, we've got. This one's cool because it's. Okay, read it. Okay. It says, your new favorite, favorite podcast friends by Olive.Nix. Five stars. That's which, a cool That's a name. really awesome name if that's your name. I'm Olive Nix. Really liking that. Uh-huh. Y'all, these girls are so fun to listen to. I feel like I can relate to them so much on so many levels when they talk about health, their mindset, their faith, and relationship with God. It just speaks to me and relates so much to where I am right now. Thank you, ladies, for being lights in the world and being so real to us 20 to 30-something girls out there. From the way you talk about coffee shops and fitness classes to jokes you make and the things you do and love, in parentheses, Instagram, in sync, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. True, true, true. Thanks for bringing some joy to me all the way out here in California. California. So cool. P.S. Hope you make your 200 review goal. Thank you. Thank you for the support, Olive Nicks. Where Where's everyone else I know. at in that 200 so goal support? That. Also, it's so sweet that like... The the line lights in the world has been used so many times. I know that our, like um, that is so that like makes me want to cry. I know it's so, so humbling. Nice. <laughs> like thank you, Olive. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're crying. All right. Um. Anyway, happies and crappies then Bachelor. Yeah, happies and crappies then Bachelor. Okay. 
I'll go first. Okay. Good. <laughs> Do you need time? I need time. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I have to still think of my happy as we're speaking, but um, my crappies, I have two. Uh-oh. And they're extremely first world crappies, but I just have to talk about it. Talk about it. That's what we're here for. All right. So the other day, I invested in a new pair of fake eyelashes. (laughs) I love it already. I feel like I deleted the picture and I shouldn't have because I didn't get to show you yet, but I might still be able to find it. Where did you get said investment? Target? I went to Target. Okay. How did you know? I usually get my fake eyelashes at Target. Okay. I feel like you're creepily... On the same page as Where me. were you at? Target? Target. Oh, <laughs> weird. Just following you everywhere you go. Yeah, so anyway, um, I wanted to get the ones that you could wear multiple times because, you know, I just have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, like, you're just super popular. You're a big deal. Well, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. I just mean like bachelorette parties and like wedding events. You do and all have that. a big so year. So I wanted to get some that I could use. And so I found those like magnetic ones. That, I've never um, heard of magnetic ones. So basically, instead of using glue, there's like two strips that are magnetized together. And you're supposed to be able to put one on your upper lash, one on like right below it, and click it together. Oh. And so it's supposed to be able to just rest on your are eyelash. Are they heavy? But I didn't think this through like realistically, thinking like, oh, that might not work perfectly along your eyelash because... How is this thing going to mold perfectly to your eye line? You know what I mean? Also, when I picture magnet, I picture like heavy. heavy. It's not really heavy. It's a teeny tiny little magnet strip. Okay. Like you really wouldn't be able to see it from afar. Okay. Um, anyway. Like I'm picturing like a metal block in your eye. No. <laughs> not quite. I'll show you. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I got these. They're like $15, which is pretty steep for lashes if you ask me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I need to show you. Did Jordan put it on? No, I I was trying, and I sent this to Macy and Emily and Arissa because we were about to go to Body Beats together, and so I was texting them my struggle when I was trying that. Anyway, long story short, um, I was struggling so hard with getting it to work and getting so frustrated, and my eye was just getting all red and like irritated, and I was like, screw this. I just paid $15 for these lashes that definitely don't work. And so then another friend of mine told me she had them, but they're like the, like the half ones. They're not like the full strip. Yeah. So kind of, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just cut it and see if I could just use the end instead. No, total failure. So this was attempt one and Macy goes, oh, no. oh that looks great. And I was like, no, look. Oh my it's gosh. Just like hanging off of the top. That looks great. Eyelash. Of course she said that. I know. And then I zoom in and I'm like, no. So I... In an ideal world, the you rest of it part. looks great, but they're just, like, hanging off of my eyeball. We'll have to post this on our Facebook w- Insiders group. Yeah. And then that was... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. So bad. Definitely um, a crap. So, yeah. And then, I, like, I went, and my eye was just all, like, irritated and itchy, and that was the Friday night crappy, but really not a crappy. It's just I can get over it. Um, but then today, I was really excited because... I ordered a new dining room table and chairs. Ooh! Because obviously the one we have was from our apartment in Raleigh, which was really tiny. Like, Ikea, little set of table and chairs is way too small. Um, Where'd you get it from? Wayfair. Mm, I've been obsessed with Wayfair and Article lately. Just been been stalking them on the gram. I love Wayfair. But it was supposed to all arrive today. It's like a big table. It's probably about this size. Nice. Um... Four chairs and a bench on one side. Cute. 
And um, I was really pumped about it because now we can actually host people and like have somewhere to sit because we haven't been able to do that. And the delivery guy comes today and he's like, I guess like Wayfair, they, it's kind of like an Amazon type thing where like the distributors are different than, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, well, it looked like on this order there was supposed to be four boxes, but we only have three. And so two of your chairs are missing. I'm like, okay, we'll... Find them. Yeah. So I'm like, do I have to do anything about that? And he's like, well, no, like Wayfair should take care of it or we'll take care of it. Let me call the warehouse and see if maybe we just missed picking it up. Long story short, they call the warehouse. It's not there. I had to call Wayfair and say, yo, uh, I'm missing two chairs here. And, you know, it's a big investment to buy an entire dining set. It is not cheap. It not all come. So I was a little little annoyed because now it's not going to get sent out till the 30th and then get to the delivery center June 7th. And then who knows when it'll actually arrive. But as so long you have as two chairs now and two chairs and a bench. So at least there's still seating, but like And then you can use your other two chairs for the meantime. In the meantime, yeah. But, they just don't but I'm probably gonna get match. rid of that set and just sell it. So anyway, it's not a huge deal. I'll get over it. But that was like the disappointment. Two disappointments in purchases say, this man. week. Um Happy Lord. Uh Sunday was really awesome. It was such a beautiful day, and the shoot we did with Soul was so mm-hmm. fun. That's my happy. Just like hanging out with everybody because I never really get to. Yeah, and it's just cool seeing you with those girls and like what you built. I feel like it's already developed so much since when I first met you, and yeah. it's like such a different vibe. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I had a really awesome photo shoot and at the beach and I had this idea because I was shooting a wedding the day before was um and I didn't get to hang out with Jordan and so I said hey could you pick up some tacos oh yeah and bring them to the beach and meet me because I'm going to be down there anyway and we can just sit at the beach at sunset and have eat, a little day dinner and picnic out there and it was really nice it, that was really precious it was beautiful when I was watching you Ugh. It's like I follow your target. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then I'm just premature happy. I'm really excited for this weekend because we're all going to get to hang out. Yes, and finally. Celebrate and have a good time. That's me. That's good. Um, my happy is also the soul photo shoot on Sunday. It was so fun and so cool of you to do that. And it just was a cool moment. Yeah. And I can't wait to see all the pictures and... It was really fun after. This is a ha- my crappy is kind of lame too, but <laughs> the crappy is we all went to the Oceanic after. That's not the crappy part, but my dinner, my appetizer and my dinner was fried food, all fried food. So my appetizer was hush puppies and my dinner was fried calamari. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Literally. So I woke up nauseous oh, in the middle yeah. of the night on Sunday night. Like I bit over. And was, like, about to throw up. And I was like, why am I feeling so sick? And I'm pretty sure it was from the fried food. I felt fine Monday. But it was, like, this weird middle of the night. I had that happen to me yesterday, actually. From food? I don't know if it was food, but I was teaching FitFlow. And all of a sudden, like, I demoed something where I, like, did a handstand really quick. And you're like, I'm going to vomit. And I came up and I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I might throw up right now. I, like, never – I rarely have that feeling. But when you do, it's, like, the worst. worst. Because it feels inescapable in that moment. Yeah, you don't know when it's coming. You're just like, oh. And I was like, it's got to be from all that calamari because there's no way all that 
at one time was good for me mixed with sangria and rosé. But that sangria you know, was really good. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was super good. So yeah, we have to get into the more important things. <sighs> the yes. Bachelorette. Yeah, we really do. Um, first of all, I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on what you think because last week we told you about how <laughs> we think we proved everybody lo- wrong with our love for Hannah B. We love Hannah B. I love her. She's love still her. Still... I'm still not mad. The only thing I'm mad at is her falling for it's her lustful heart for Luke oh. P. Luke Barf. Luke P. Luke poop is what I like to. Say. The P stands for blue piece of crap. Oh my gosh. I mean, what is she doing? Like, how does everybody Everybody see sees this? it except for her. She's she's too lost in her own lust and we've all been there, am I right? Yeah. But I mean there's so many so many of the other guys are way better looking and way more like quality, genuine dudes i agree i think i hopefully in jesus name that she wakes up to this (laughs) i promise pray for every night until the finale that she wakes up to this she will lie that she's believing about luke she will because the previews for next week were like her kind of yeah seeing his just like aggressiveness she was like dude calm down you are too much so first of all um also cam is the worst that, oh, I, Cam that was is my biggest, my biggest Cam takeaway. is a serial killer. Like, he is a dirty John. He's going to flip and murder someone. He has it in his eyes. I Yeah. Not a, not a fan. So cringy. But there was a few little, like, oh. Oh, yeah, little surprises. Little surprises. Little sweet like surprises. Tyler, uh, Tyler G. Yeah, the one-on-one. Tyler C. is pretty dreamy, too, I have to admit. Michael has a crush on Tyler C. Um... Uh, Jed, I'm still, jury's out on Jed for me. Jury's out on Jed. He, I think he's a lot better than I thought he was, but I do think he's still trying to get famous. I, I agree. I don't think he's super into her. I like his poise. He's very poised. But I don't, um, I gotta pull up the cast again because I feel like I'm forgetting him. I still point. love Mike Johnson. Still love him. I love how he like approached, um, who did he approach? Was it Cam or Luke P? Hmm. Who did he approach at that group date? And he was like, dude, bro, don't appreciate that. Remember that? Was that him? No, it was Garrett and Tyler C that went out and said No, Cam. it was it wasn't Cam then. It was it was Luke P. It, well, it was about him saying he loved her. He was oh, like, dude, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever fallen in love that fast. Like, didn't not about that. Okay, but like Cam Cam's got to go. In his eyes. He has murdered He's go. in his eyeballs. Connor S. Connor S. I like, but he's, he looks like a little baby. He's still he's he's okay. Um, okay. There's no way Dylan is straight. No, he's not. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry. You are really cute. Stay and true sweet. to yourself, um, man. But yeah, and I loved that he was on the group date with the drag queens. I, I know. Was like, oh lord, like this is gonna be good. Um, Garrett, I think I, I like Garrett. I like him. I think last week I liked him a little more than yeah, I do Yeah, he didn't now. stand out as much to me this week, but I like him. Yeah. I love, still love Pilot Pete. Grant is just kind of there. Grant, Grant um, was funny, though, on that group date. I liked him. He was. Um, yeah, Jed, Jerry's out on you, bro. Um, Joey? No. Jo- no? Joey, brotherly love. I just can't get it out of my head. He is Joey from brotherly love. <laughs> John, John, John Paul, Paul Jones. Jones. Bye. Although he was less creepy this episode. He was way less creepy this time. But still, still just bye. like a, you can't take him seriously. 
Jonathan, not uh-huh. really feeling that no. much. Kevin is cute. We like Kevin. Wait a second. He was the one that screamed. This is messed up because that's actually Tyler. No, that's Kevin. That's Kevin. Where's Tyler G? He's down here. Wait, they're literally identical then. They look a lot alike. Hold up. I'm a taken back. A taken. Ew, Scott. Where's Tyler G? He's down here somewhere. That's Tyler. Mind blown. Tyler looks like, um, what's his butt? Kevin. No. Well, yeah, but the football player. Oh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Okay. I need, like, side-by-side pictures now. You're right. We've got some polls that we need to put up on our story and Instagram just to see what everyone's thinking. Okay, Kevin is cute. I like that he had her, like, go outside and scream. scream. That was precious. And I liked her date with... Tyler G. I, I did was too. like, okay, this guy kind of snuck up on us. Overall, I think it's going to be a really solid season. I just can't wait for Luke P. to get put in his place, and I can't wait for Cam to get gone. Look, we all know the drama. We're all here for the drama. We're here for it. And we watched... We've been talking about it for the season. last seven minutes. Obviously, we're here for but it. But it's like, one, we have two villains now. We have Cam and we have Luke P. And I just... It's almost like too too much for me to handle. T.M. T H <laughs> too much to too handle. Much to handle. <laughs> Do you agree though? It's I agree. Like, it's too oh, much. Like, dude, like, calm down. We just want to see her have some normal experiences. I know. And she's. I feel like she's handling them kind she of is. well. Like, not totally making them feel like losers. But I probably would have like just said she handled Sit that down. cam sneaking up on that group date way too well. I would have been like, bro, I didn't invite you. You're not here for like, a reason. You're yeah. just here to be on TV. I did not invite you. Go home. I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Well. Or yeah. I'll call on you with a right. letter like, from Chris. Like, wait your turn. And it, but she did say, like, I know it's hard, but she was kind of trying to. She was trying to be empathetic, but I was like, boy, bye. Ugh. All right. Well, I think fan. this season's going to be good. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. And, I, and just be expectant of us reviewing it each week. And if you want to fast forward through this. <laughs> First of all, you're wrong, but second of all, we I guess we understand. Kind of understand, but it's, yeah, it's fine. Um, but speaking of fast forward, don't fast forward anymore because Lauren is about to hop on. Lauren Van Zant from Missio, and we hope you enjoy this interview as much as we did because so good. It's so good, and don't forget to use the code Soul Twenty at checkout if you purchase Missio hair products. S O L E twenty. We'll reference that in the actual episode. Yeah. They haven't heard that part yet. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for it. <laughs> wait for We're it. We're getting a present, okay? Soul so twenty on well episode listen. twenty. Treats on treats. Yes. Enjoy. All right. Love you. Enjoy. All right, y'all. We have the Lauren Van Zant in studio. Hey. Guys. Live with us, but not for y'all. <laughs> um, Tuesday. On a Tuesday, yeah, we're recording on a Tuesday today, so club's going up. Um, Lauren Van Zant, as you all probably already know, is the proud owner, co-owner of Missy O'Hare with her husband, Kyle. Um, But beyond that, she is a dear friend of ours from, well, for me, we have quite the history. Yes, we do. Um, (laughs) But Chelsea, Lauren, and I all go to the same house church. Um, and that's kind of how we all banded together, but I'm just going to go into our history a little bit. Yes, I love Okay, it. so <laughs> I, when I moved to Wilmington five years ago now, I needed someone to do my hair. 
because that's an important part of a girl's story. It is. It's the hardest part about moving. It's the hardest part about moving. <laughs> finding a new one. <laughs> finding a new person that you trust with your head. Yeah. It's real. And Lauren is a hairstylist, and my friend, Car- friends, Carly and Mary, okay. recommended yeah. you to me. And I was like, all right, I'm going in. I'm just going to trust this chick to do my hair. And this was the first time I ever went, like, balayage or ombre, whatever you call it. Balayage. 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 Yeah. What would you say? Like, balayage. I, I loved the way you just said ombre. Ombre. <laughs> ombre. Yeah, we got to work ombre. on both of those. I'm <laughs> not a hairstylist, y'all. I just pin things on Pinterest. And pray that I turn yeah, out like that. Anyway, so I booked an appointment with Lauren, and it ended up being like a straight up counseling session. It's like three <laughs> hours of like spilling your heart to this gentle little soul with a kind, caring voice and listening ear. Um, a woman who has lived a lot of life, yes, um, but is also relatively my age. <laughs> so I was like, "How are you so far ahead of me in life?" <laughs> is not true you're so funny um but also just really wise and like I said before super gentle and um when she speaks you like want to listen because you know it's like um wise counsel and not something that you someone hasn't like thought through um so that one hair appointment turned into me getting one haircut a year (laughs) I'm not good at maintaining my hair um, so I, that turned into a friendship and then me spilling my dreams out to her as I'm sitting in her chair about soul before we even ever met for soul. That's so true. And you listening to like the conception of it. And now here we are on a podcast called heart and soul. It and, kind of makes me want to cry. And I honestly. know. And you would spill your heart to me about <laughs> starting Missio. And uh-huh. you, I remember you like didn't have a name and there was like a few names yeah. you were considering and we were praying through and trying to figure out what it was going to be. And now here we are on the other side. I love it. It's so cool. God's going to do it. I think you were at the first soul I met. Yes. No, at the park. Before, right? But we went to soul that one time at the park. At the park and you took pictures and the girls were there. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and I think Reagan was a baby. That like was I the first brought time. my kids. No yeah. kids have like really ever been to Seoul, and yeah. I would bring my children mm-hmm. in the stroller and like just say, "All right, y'all are all their yeah. moms too," because yeah, I, I want to exercise. So, so yeah, and I remember meeting you and thinking that I had met you uh-huh. before because you just had this like familiar vibe and like look, and then somehow like through Instagram, I realized that I had randomly met your sister in passing at like a fair where she was selling her gorgeous she lives in Raleigh. She lives in Raleigh and she has like a very similar personality. So funny. And voice and stuff. Uh And I was like, I feel like I've met this girl before. And then I was like so tripped out that it was actually her sister. And you probably already like followed Missy on Instagram. I probably did. I definitely followed Windblown Uh um, on Instagram. And then I was shout out. oh shoot, that's the same little fam of entrepreneurs. I love it. So yeah, cool. so um, I like how I just introduced you, but tell us, tell our <laughs> listeners a little bit about who you are, what oh, you do, yes. just stay in the life of Lauren Manson. Dive in. I love it. Um, it's so fun to think about um, just that history because truly that's who I am. I'm an encourager at heart. I think that's one of the ways that you know people would... Most describe me, and that's 
why I was drawn even to the beauty industry and working with women in this way, doing haircuts, and um, because it was an opportunity to just go deep with people so quickly, to do life with people, to develop relationships, and ultimately to encourage them, to counsel them, to love them well. I mean, it's so true, because if you think about it, like... It is therapy. It is therapy. You're in yeah. a chair. You're sitting in a chair for yeah. three hours like you would in therapy. And you have nothing else to do but talk. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just loved it. I loved getting to know people and, um, yeah, just doing life with them just like you. I mean, it truly makes me even emotional to think about, like, once upon a time we were sitting there even talking about your dreams of soul and what that looked like and brainstorming and kind of, I just ask questions, you know, and um, just continue to check in and see how things are going. So, yeah, that's that's the encourager and hair part of me. Um, I was a teacher before that. Um, I taught elementary school. I actually got my degree from Carolina in teaching. It was a teaching fellow and taught elementary school first and foremost. So I have my uh, background in education, but something always drew me to the hair industry. And it was that. It was because of the platform for encouragement and ultimately ministry that it could be. And um, so I ended up actually teaching for about four years, going back to cosmetology school afterward. Meanwhile, I was I was married. So, um, I went... Still are. I, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> I was married. No. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. The They're God. still together, y'all. Yeah, that didn't sound good. I guess I need to rewind a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. He's a big part of this story. Of we'll get life. to him. I have a whole thing, questions about him. <laughs> I could talk about Kyle for days. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be fun. Um, okay, no, so... I actually graduated school, ended up getting married as a senior in college. Um, yes, we were 21 and 23, wow. fell in love, and we're like, we want to do this thing called life together. Let's dive in. So we've been married, we will have been married 14 years this year, which That's is insane. crazy. Wow. I know. We like celebrated your one year anniversary. And you're like three years and- older than me. <laughs> Is that not we got, so weird? We got married young, and, you know, it's just what, what we knew we were supposed to do, and it's been an amazing adventure ever since, truly. Um, and so, actually, at the very beginning of our marriage, within the first year of marriage, we even took this this leap of faith and decided that we weren't just going to do the traditional Thing, but that we felt called to go and we lived on a sailboat with a... Do you know the story? Oh, yeah. It's everything. Okay. I don't. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, this, this story is, is this good. This is pretty awesome. It kind of set the course for what I truly believe is just our entire lives. I um, really painted a picture for us of all of that. Um, we ended up, yeah, jumping aboard a sailboat, living with a couple that was like a missionary couple that worked in Central America and the Caribbean. And we lived on a boat and sailed across the Gulf of Mexico to Guatemala and Belize, ended up rescuing Cuban refugees in the middle of the ocean. I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah. It's a crazy story, like for an entire podcast, to be honest, Um, and one that taught us so much about just how to work together, um, how to like live really simply and minimally and willing to trust God, step out in faith, um, 
with everything that has to do with timing or provision and, and all these things and really united us as a couple and set this stage for what I believe would be a continued life of just adventure. adventure. Um, didn't yeah. you say that when you packed for that, you packed in like a Ziploc bag or something? Yes, we packed Ziploc baggies, like gallon or two gallon Ziploc bags, and I had eight and Kyle had four. And that's how we packed our clothes because very- <laughs> Chelsea's eyes. <laughs> I can't. Well, first of all, I get seasick, so this just sounds like a total nightmare. <laughs> yeah, like, you would. You would hate that. I would hate life. I love being on the water, but I yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> it was so interesting, and one of the craziest things to that point too is, do you know sometimes in the middle of the ocean, it is actually like glass. Yeah. Like completely just, you know, still. still. Sometimes you wouldn't even be able to see where like the water ended and the sky began um and that was a part of that that whole story honestly because we thought that it was going to take us five days to get from um the florida keys to where we were going and be able to be back in communication with everyone and it ended up taking 19 because there was no wind so that in the middle of the ocean was so two extra weeks yeah pretty much oh Wow. And so we, we honestly, yeah, have just been on that journey of, um, and learned a lot during that time of like, just with trust. And what ended up happening from that was based on the timing, which seemed like completely wrong and off and something you get so upset about, you know, um, we ended up encountering this tiny little, you know, 10 foot boat of Cuban refugees who would have died in the middle of the ocean. They were dehydrated, malnourished. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's amazing. And so, anyway, I know. Crazy. Just other story. That could be a movie. Okay, but I have a question about... So we did that. I have a question. So you're on a sailboat. You're 22 at this time? 21, 22? Yeah. Okay. I was 22. You're you're newly married. Yeah. Marriage is already like an adventure if you don't live on a sailboat, especially your first year. What did you learn about each other? Yeah, I think it was actually really beautiful to just escape, have next to nothing, and then to be in a place where, you know, sometimes, honestly, you wouldn't even be... I mean, I wore, like, guys' white v-neck t-shirts, and that was, like, you know, pretty much it. Like, I didn't take nice clothes, like, wore the same thing kind of day in and day out, little makeup, throwing my hair in a ponytail or no makeup, Um, and, you know, sometimes we wouldn't even have been able to shower for a certain period of time so like having just that level of like simplicity but also just you know getting away from the world and and all that it kind of you know says that you need to be or do and just being together um and taking you know books and music and just a couple things to our name and adventuring together and going to serve others was so cool like that's incredible we work together in new ways we learned so much about each other and um really got to be there for each other in a lot of ways that I wouldn't have necessarily anticipated you know encouraging each other like in the middle of the ocean you know I'd have one perspective and he'd have another and we'd be able to come together and be like okay like how are we going to work together to get through this what's our perspective in this time or pray together whatever you know in that moment and then we of course got to I think we come alive when we're also serving people Mm -hmm. together and so when we were down there working with um, other people that are in those areas whether it be doctors or in 
um, orphanages um, and different things like that. It was just so cool to like get out of your comfort zone, number one, be with your spouse, and then be positioning your life to pour out and serve others as well. Yeah. It was so cool. Well, detour. <laughs> okay, so wait. That was back. Like, so let's turn back around. <laughs> that was like the first year of let's, being married. <laughs> let's go back to the hair thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so fast forward. I know. So fast forward, um, we ended up moving to Wilmington after we got um, back from that whole trip. We were drawn to the water and clearly felt <laughs> living on it for that and, long. But needed to be in North Carolina because I had a teaching scholarship that afforded us. Um, I needed to be in North Carolina for the next couple of years. So we thought about it, prayed about it, and visited, and just felt like Wilmington was the place that we were supposed to move. So we moved and have lived here for the most of the last 12 years. Um, I was calculating, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I actually was an elementary school teacher. Um, enjoyed that, did it for four years, but felt 100% just called to explore this whole idea of just the beauty industry and, and what that looked like. And so I went back to cosmetology school at night, which was crazy to think about this season of my life because I was teaching during the day and then going to cosmetology school at night. Um, oh my gosh. Until about 10 p.m. every night. Like I, it was crazy, but it was, it was really interesting because I was, sustained because I was doing what I love like I actually found you were so getting fun. life from it yeah yeah so, so the sacrifice was like yeah. worth it um in that time and Kyle was so amazing because he just said you know I see how much you love this like yes we're gonna have to sacrifice time but this is the time to do it and let's figure out how to how to do that and to make our time together um quality if it can't be as much quantity of course we didn't have kids or anything at that point um so yeah so that was really cool so I pursued this kind of mini dream that I had of just getting my cosmetology license because I I knew that that's something that was in my heart and that God was calling me to do and um for this reason and then yeah, I graduated there in 2010 and then started doing hair a little bit part-time ever since. And that's looked different every season from doing weddings, which I did your hair for yes. your wedding. Yes. And I'm going to do your hair for your wedding. Yes. Which is so, so amazing. Exciting. Can't wait. And so special to be like a part of that incredible day with women and stand beside. I mean, I argue that sometimes like I get to spend just as much time, if not more, you know, with, with the, a bride right, on yeah. her wedding day than the groom. No, for real. For real though. It's so true. I say that too. I'm like, even I'm during be more than your husband will be. So and even during it. our reception, yeah. remember I got so hot because I had <laughs> extensions. And I, like, found Lauren on the dance floor. I was like, can you put my hair up? And I didn't tell Michael. And we were in the back room, and she was putting my hair up. It took, like, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and we start talking. I'm, ha- I'm drinking wine. <laughs> During the middle of my reception, Michael, I get out, I leave, and I come out, out to the dance floor, and everyone's like, dude, your husband's been looking for you. Yeah. And I was like, what? And apparently he was going up from on chairs around tables around the room oh. looking for me, thinking I, like, ran away <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hanging out with Lauren in the back room. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's looked different, you know, from just doing weddings to setting up part-time um, at a salon or having my own space, um, and that has been really awesome. And then I eventually started using that in order to serve 
women who were in homeless shelters, drug rehab centers, alcohol abuse centers, and eventually started working with victims of human trafficking. And that is what has led us to the work that we're doing today, which is the product company. So, All right, so tell us about this product company. So I, yes, co-own and co-founded Missio Hair, which is a hair product company with a purpose. And we're passionate about restoring hope and fighting human trafficking. And so the whole idea with this business in this kind of mission, um, you know, stance is that we're able to support initiatives that I believe in and have experiences in um, that will help women coming out of human trafficking. And so those are education service and giving to nonprofit partners, some of which I think you guys have yeah, uh, interviewed and work with. Yeah, mm-hmm. episode two with Rebecca Anderson, 514 yeah. Revolution. Yeah. So um, as I served these women and I started hearing their stories and I was making friends, um, and this happened, you know, I even, like the first time I started working with a woman, somebody called me and said, we have someone who is in need of a haircut. I let them know that I was available to, to do things like this. Um, and um, they called and said, we have a woman that's in need of a haircut and it's because she has had chunks of her hair ripped out by an abuser. And I oh said, well, absolutely. I said, I'm happy to do it. So we arranged, this was actually out in Southern California. We lived there for um, a period of time working with a nonprofit out there. And um, I said, absolutely. We arranged for a friend's salon to be closed on a Sunday. And she ended up coming with a volunteer. And as she walked in, you know, her head was hung so low. And you could tell that she did not even believe in herself anymore or feel worthy of walking down the street. And so um, she came in and we just welcomed her into that space. And I, you know, did my thing and saw her not as a, hey, you need me right now, but a, a new friend to make and said, girl, you've gone through a lot. You know, let's just, let's just fix that for you. So she sat down and within, you know, 45 minutes, I was able to blend the broken spots and kind of trim up her hair so that she actually went from, not believing in herself to then by the end of that time, jumping up and down, looking in the mirror, loving the way that she looks, crying, Mm. hugging me. And I just knew that like, that's what I wanted to do, you know? So that was was like the turning point for you. Yeah. And I watched, you know, in this very simple gift that I have, I watched it become something that could mean so much to someone in one of just the darkest places in their life. Um, and so, yeah, it was so, it was so beautiful. And that launched in my heart, this desire to serve, to continue serving women, to bring people along with me to serve, to help them know their true worth, their value, their identity, their purpose, and be able to bring others along, show them how they could do it, and then inspire that as well with hairstylists and others that can use their gifts in that way. So I continued to serve women out in Southern California, and it really started to become something, um, and that, that laid the foundation for one of the three initiatives that we support and then the other two um actually yeah were a part of my experience as well I with education I realized that there was a huge role that the beauty industry could play in the fight against human trafficking because hairstylists and salon owners 
are community members that are connected with people, hearing from people, knowing people, hearing their stories, um, and whether a hairstylist has known you, just like we were talking about, for 10 years or 10 minutes, you go deep really quickly, and Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity to just get to know someone or to be informed, you know, with what's going on in their life. So I realized that this was a very powerful position and that if hairstylists could understand what warning signs and red flags to look for, then they could help identify if a woman was in a potentially abusive um, relationship and help to identify vulnerabilities or victims of human trafficking. And personally, this actually happened to me where I was able to help in the identification of something going on with someone. And that is why it just... Triggered um, something in you. Yeah, for sure. And so um, I was working in a salon and there was a woman who she had bruises on her body and a lot of the things that she was talking about and saying I just knew were not right. Like I could feel it. Um, And... You know, since I was already kind of positioned and just being interested and a little bit more, um, you know, informed surrounding these issues, I realized I can't just be concerned. Like, I have to figure out what to do. And so I was able to talk with a number of people who um, could help me just understand, like, what questions to ask, how to keep yourself safe in this situation, what do you actually do, and then who do you report information to? And I ended up learning that it was as simple as giving her a phone number that she could reach out and get help um, through. And in the meantime, forming a really great relationship with her where she just continued to see me as a safe place. Mm. And, um, yeah, just loving her well, you know. And so I ended up doing that, being able to get her linked up with help. And, you know, I don't know all the details completely of the end of that story, but I do know that I have some um, reason to believe that she was able to get linked up with help. And that was awesome. And I remember the day that I gave her that phone number, too, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to quit my job right here and go educate others Mm. in the beauty industry on what to do because if this is happening you know and in if if human trafficking and these abusive type of situations are going on in every state in the united states in every city then these people are in our communities and they are people that just need to be identified and then linked up with help and i believe that we can be a part of that solution. So very passionate about educating, you know, anyone really, but also feel like there's a unique opportunity that the beauty industry can play. Right. So like, tell us a little bit about what that looks like, because I think when people picture or imagine like victims of human trafficking, I don't think that, I think we go immediately to like Liam Neeson, like taken, you know, we don't go to like this could be someone sitting in the salon chair right next to you. So, like, yeah. when you educate these salon owners or these hairstylists, what are some of the signs that they are to look for? Yeah. And how are they supposed to respond? Like, you gave her that phone number. What are ways that you get that you equip them to respond? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that's, like, terrifyingly stressful for yeah. them, too, of, like, oh, my gosh, right. this is a dire situation. And it's happened. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was on the phone with a hairstylist that called our office, like, <laughs> and said, um... What do I do? You know, this woman is 
getting her hair, you know, color on her hair right now, and it's processing, and here's the thing she's told me, like, what do, what do I do? So I remember when we did a soul event with Missio, like, two years mm-hmm. ago, and you gave us the presentation. Oh, yeah. That oh you give gosh. to salons, right. and while we were there, you got a phone call of someone out of the salon downtown. Do you remember that? And you had to, like, Your step out and talk to the cops, that. and I was like, dude, we're, like, in this. Like, it's happening yeah, right now. and I think it's really crazy, um, but because of that reality, yeah, it's really, it's just really important to know. So, I love that question. Um, one of the most important things that we end up teaching people, because I had to learn, is the idea that it's not just about, like, physical, um, you know, uh, force that um, these perpetrators can use, but it can be about emotional or mental, you know, feeling trapped. So someone, um, yeah, and that's a part of the definition of human trafficking is that it's not just about the the force that's used. It can be coercion and manipulation. And so someone mentally or emotionally feels like they're stuck in this position, which is an unhealthy relationship where someone is actually using their body as property and then, um, you know, basically them out and making money off of them providing services and of course there's two different kinds of human trafficking so it can be labor trafficking or also um, sex trafficking and we focus on the second Um, but yeah it's it's where somebody else is seeing someone as their own commodity and then basically receiving the money in return for them providing some sort of sexual services Mm -hmm. so sometimes they could be like a woman thinking she's in a relationship and really she it's the opposite yes. it's she's it's being provided for and... in exchange for something yeah so mm-hmm. okay. and we've the stories that i have heard are everything from you know people answering needing a job and answering like a craigslist ad or something like that that was actually a front for something Mm -hmm. um I've worked with a 19 year old girl who came here from Russia and she was promised a job selling magazines and that the people that she was actually um you know going to be employed by were also going to provide her housing and food and pay her and all this and she was actually in pursuit of her dream job here in America and then by the time she got here all the pieces of that started falling apart and they said well I'm sorry you know you can't do that anymore but here's something that you can do and then it was this chain of um, prostitution and then forced prostitution which is basically what we're talking about Um, and then she she was completely innocent and but she was away from her family she didn't have anything else that she could do, and she needed to eat. Yeah, she probably felt super trapped. Right. So the good news was she was actually in recovery by this point um, and had been able to escape and was working with an organization out in Southern California this this time. Um, but that's just an example. I think the most hopeful thing, because even the term human trafficking is like, what? You know, it just People seems, don't really understand. No, yeah. and it's all, it is, um, it's, so it's really helpful to just hear stories um, and, um, yeah, another, there was a woman, um, that I, I worked with who was actually in a quote unquote good relationship. Like she actually thought it was really good for a while. She was a single mom. She had, um, a number of kids and this man entered the picture and was just very, 
you know, um, just bought her a car and seemed to be beginning to really take care of her and her boys. And then eventually one day he put her on a train to Las Vegas and said, now you're going to meet this man and now it's time for you to repay me for everything that I've ever done for you. Yeah. Oh my God. And that was the beginning of this life for her of what, you know, where she's in a lot of ways probably gone, what in the world just happened? And in that situation, she was, you know, just being preyed upon emotionally. And, but this was being masked as a, you know, a relationship. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's really, really awful and um there are a number of different ways in which it it plays out but um and then things like um you know homelessness or drug addiction or having been abused in the past all of these things can leave people vulnerable to being preyed upon by a trafficker and then they kind of take them under their wing and then you know begin this life of all right well you know you you're you need to do this, and we're going to be paid for that, um, you know, and sometimes that'll end up happening in a hotel room or who knows where, so, and, and doesn't know any bounds either, like, um, even family members and things like that. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's awful, and it's evil, and... And it's right in our town. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy thing, too, is it's... Right. All around it's us. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it's heavy, and so what's so cool is the opportunity to use something that's so opposite in order to fight it Mm -hmm. with this whole, you know, brand and idea of, of beauty and hope and restoration just being carried forward and, um, human trafficking being fought by something that can help to restore worth and carry forward just the um, you know, a different picture for for these women and what we believe that they can come out of and be rescued from. And I've seen it, you know, and that's just so awesome and so beautiful. Um, so, yeah. So tell <laughs> us about, so you have this idea for a hair product company. From that idea to conception to now, like. Yeah, I know. Not necessarily every detail of the process, but like yeah. it started as an idea. How long did it take before it became like a product? And then how long did it take before you saw the purpose? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, good question. So after this was really beginning and it was obvious that there was just so much in in um, actually our hearts and lives that, um, you know, we felt called to do this, Kyle and I, um, and I had started working with women and coming home and telling him these stories. And we just really wanted to do something about it. Then a mentor of mine who I used to work for, who owned a salon, um, met with us. And he actually said, well, what if instead of being a nonprofit entity, what if you actually had some sort of product, some sort of business that could help fund the initiatives that you believe in so passionately? And so that, you know, just idea that he had thrown out sparked something within us. And, um, yeah, both my husband and I, and it was this this thing that just really stuck, you know. And it was actually a number of years before we ended up having the opportunity for that vision to, you know, come to, to full fruition. But it was something that continued to be this thing that we dreamed about, thought about, talked about 
prayed about, just wondered like, wow, could we, is this a possibility? Um, wanting just to see, you know, nonprofits supported and this educational piece getting out there and people inspired and moved into action in their own cities in order to serve. And, um, and then we ended up, yeah, it was a couple years later sharing it with a couple people and then being able to receive an angel investor that said, Hey, I want to, this is too good of an idea not to pursue. I want to make sure you guys have just the funds to get started. Like really not a whole lot more than we just needed to get going, you know, to do this like at the level that it needs to be done, but believing that it could be something really significant and really powerful. And so um, at that point, we worked for months. We began working for months on the products, figuring out, gosh, what does it even look like? Can we do this? Can we you know, work with manufacturers or cosmetic chemists? And how do you, how do you make these decisions? And um, just learning <laughs> a ton and figuring things out as we you know, went together. I mean, everything from how do you even get a barcode to put on a product to Mm -hmm. what does it look like to design something? How do we communicate a brand and a story through all of this? Um, Every piece of it has, there's just been so much intention that we've put into it. Um, It's been been really amazing. And we ended up, um, yeah, doing testing with the products for a number of months. I would use my, you know, the opportunity I had with my clients and friends. I mean, if you've been my friend, you've probably smelled a whole, you know, wide variety of fragrances at some point in time and put in your vote for which ones you like the best and which you would use in a hair product all the way to, um, you know, testing and trying, you know, this little shampoo or conditioner or whatever it might be. So we ended up launching, um, working on products and the whole brand and getting together everything for the purpose and initiatives and then ended up launching in 2017. So it's been um, close to two years now, not quite two years that we have been in existence and just have eight products that are like my babies that are out there in the world doing this and um, we've been able to develop a pretty um, solid model for what does this look like in a city to have the beauty industry and people that come into you know support of the products and decide that they want to use them um, that paired with the purpose and the initiatives being supported in the city um, and then and now we're just kind of turning that corner into multiplying that really all over the country and what that looks like so can you believe it's only been two years like That's I feel like y'all have cool. done so you have we've, we've done, done so that. much in two years I think that's why I'm pretty tired <laughs> that was my next question I'm just saying too like I get excited to shower just so I can use oh, the product because of how, smells how good so it smells good. like it is the best smelling product and you know I'm obsessed with the candles I order them like literally in bulk yeah, I was oh. telling, Michael does, orders the candles in bulk, but I was telling Lauren last so night bad. when she was cutting my hair that Michael uses the texture paste. Yeah. Like, I got it in, like, a girl boho girl beach bundle yeah. for yeah, yeah. Christmas. My mom got me the boho beach, and then my brother's girlfriend, she got it. What was the other bundle? 
It was like stuff. Oh, um, there's the busy mom and one for like the glam girl. The glam girl. She okay. got the glam girl and I got the boho bundle. Yes. And I don't, I have like the thinnest, straightest hair. So yeah. I didn't really use the texture base. Well, now Michael uses it. He can. It can totally be. I that's, know. That's and it works. One that absolutely can be a men's product for sure. So y'all can, you know, go to our website and check out all the fun stuff. And our Instagram, we've got tutorials and meet the products Such and highlights. Good stuff on there. But yeah, the fragrances are, honestly, that's one of my favorite things. It was one of my most favorite things to just get into the design of and to mm-hmm. choose and to have people, you know, speak into those. It's not just me. I mean, there's so many people. Um, I don't know if you know Carissa here at yeah. Tusk. but Remember when we got our hair cut together? Yeah. We got our hair cut together and we were smelling the hairsprays <laughs> at that other location. And we were like playing music, drinking wine, smelling spray. It's like 8 p.m. We're both I getting mean, our hair cut. The memories that I think I've created for people through this entire process, including my children, who are like, yeah, mom and dad work in our garage and they make shampoo. Like, what the oh, heck? Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Are you sure it's shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I know, it's so funny. But yeah, the fragrances, that has been so fun. I was saying, yeah, Carissa, she um, has such a great um, just sense with all that too. And she was one of the closest people to me that was working on a lot of the scents. So um, yeah, it just ha- hasn't been just me, but those are like, Bergamot, pineapple, coral lily, lychee. Our dry shampoo is coconut, coconut. grapefruit, and mm. mint. Oh, so and good. then there's another fragrance that I think it's the candle that you like love, which is that golden citrus scent. But then it has yes. an added layer of sandalwood, Indian jasmine, and vanilla. It's just it's so good, amazing. If only you could smell through a podcast. I mean, guys, it's like scratch and sniff a podcast. <laughs> like you're just scratching your phone, and I all of a sudden brain. the Missy Ellison's <laughs> come through. I seriously smell. have that every single day. Oh my out gosh, my that is amazing. Okay, okay. so tell yeah, our listeners like what what are your products okay. and where can they buy them? Yeah, sure. If they're interested in checking it out, um, so yeah, our website is missiohair.com. It's m i s s i o hair. So it's like the word mission without the n. And, of course, Instagram as well. And everything is available online. But then also we have, if you're local to Wilmington, there's, I think, somewhere close to 35 or 40 retailers here. Um, Salons and stores that have, yeah, all the way from, like, individuals to larger salons or boutiques that are carrying the products. So there's a full list on our website. Um, and then, so if you're local, about, you can pop into a yeah, uh huh, to buy. one of those. Um, we are in like Tesco, I just talked about, and then also a lot of salons. Um, we are, and then we're in about 15 states, like even if it's just one location, but that's really exciting. Yeah, you're in Honolulu yes. now, too, right? Yes, they okay. just yeah, yeah. I thought I saw that. That's yeah. awesome. We had Catherine on what episode, episode four? Oh. No, I think it was like six. Seven, it wasn't, yeah, say. somewhere in Seven the beginning. Oh, I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah, we I had like Catherine her on, so much so. as just a leader in business. And yes, and we have a special gift for you. So if you are interested, you can use 
the discount code for 20% off. So it's Soul20, S-O-L-E, 20. And you guys, you included. Go in there and get oh, what I you will. want. Oh, you I'm going to restock. I'm going to restock today. There's two different shampoos, two conditioners. The conditioner is like gold. It is so glossing for mm, your hair. So it's good. amazing. On and you don't have to use a ton. Like nope. you just, oh, you taught me that. Just it really, it it, your hair like drinks it. It has avocado oil and coconut oil and all kinds of wonderful ingredients for your hair. We've stayed away from a lot of, you know, ingredients that are just not good to have in products these days. So it's nice because they're safer, um, cleaner options for people. Um, and then there are four styling products, a styling spray, a non-aerosol dry shampoo powder. That's the one that smells like coconut. And that one's all natural. And then a texture paste and a styling cream. And the styling cream... I'm so proud of that little one because I it just that. got into the Pop Sugar, which is like New York, LA beauty editors. Um, Pop Sugar is blog. massive. Yeah. yeah. Like and that then is insane. They put it in their spring must have subscription box. So there were over 15,000 of them sent out all over the country. That's amazing. From right here, little old Wilmington, you I know. I love that product too. So, yeah, that one's amazing. Of, can we? I know there's so much we need to talk about, but can oh, and we also, candles and hair scarves and t-shirts. Yeah, so you know all the yes. things. That's you like all the time. <laughs> not my new favorite. Um, Same. Can it's we so talk soft. about how you went to the silos real quick? Yes, that was, that was the other incredible. thing that was such an honor to do this year. Um, we ended up getting invited to you know the yeah Magnolia Silos down in Waco, Texas, for their event. And there were 90 vendors selected out of, I believe it was over 700 applications. So, no big deal, right? Yeah, NBD. Oh my gosh. Like, well. what? <laughs> so, Joanna, if you're listening and want to be on the podcast, let us know. Oh I got to, I got to see her. I didn't get to actually speak to her in person, but I have a picture where I'm like, you know, just a couple <laughs> people down. When we I say Joanna, died. we mean like Chip and Joanna Gaines. Joanna, yes. I think people. Know yeah, if you don't know, then <laughs> then I don't know. I don't know how you made it I this far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. Oh my gosh, and to see just what they've done down there, um, it's such a special place. It really is. Somewhere I've always wanted to visit, um, but you know, never quite had the reason until now. And there were over ten thousand people per day that came and visited um, all of the booths that were set up up and down um, the street right there, outside of the silos. And it was so special. We just got to introduce our products and our purpose, and you know, just the passion we carry to people all over the country who had come for that couple of days. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to go back as well. Yeah. It's not a closed opportunity. So, yeah. Did you find really business kind of spiked after you all went? Oh, it was so, so great. And even while we were there, it was such a blessing for sure. Because in that those three and a half days, we ended up selling so much product. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I think we sold out of the dry shampoo and came home with, you know, very, very little so yeah. it was it that's was amazing really awesome <laughs> very little <laughs> we did. Yeah, that's awesome my, my sweet husband ended up driving halfway across the country and, yeah and then, he is the so, real mvp right there he is amazing because he can do everything from like the 
big, hard, you know, business and strategy, vision stuff, speaking in front of groups of people, carrying just so much forward just in leadership and all of that, all the way to just like what needs to be done, like being the muscle behind the scenes. And, um, you know, of course we have a family, we've got two girls, so us just working together to just love on them and raise them well, you know, at the same time as launching a business. Yeah. Um, so that so. was actually a good segue into my next question, which is, what is it like running a business with your husband? Yes, girl. Oh, because <laughs> you already do all the other things together, like oh yes, parenting I, and yes. life. In so many ways, it can be like the sometimes the most challenging, but also the the most beautiful thing all at the same time. You know. Because just to think about the ways in that we are able to work together, the ways that we're able to empower each other, the ways that like pursuing a a combined dream, you know, mm-hmm. and what that looks like and what that means you're building in your life is just one of the coolest things. It really is. And to allow our children to be a part of that and to watch that and to just be each other's encouragement and rock and, you know, get... I mean, we have had to work so unbelievably hard that no one will will really even understand that. And it's kind of special to have that like just between the two of you because then the 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 wins or the fruit that you see can be celebrated, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's probably it's, so much sweeter to like it is. celebrate like, those moments. Oh my gosh, because you know, I mean, yeah, like I'm not kidding you. Like we had our first office, you know, pretty much in our garage at home you know just setting it up just getting some space to work figuring out what's this going to be called coming up with a name like honestly birthing it from (laughs) from nowhere and then it is years before people start to be you know begin to really see a lot of that um the fruit and kind of the the opportunity that it can carry at at this point and so it's really special to just have to have that knowledge um, and to be a part of it since the beginning. Um, And then uh, just to learn to work together. I think it is the most like stretching thing sometimes too, you know, just to be honest with you. But we have become that much stronger because of it because we've had to figure out, okay, well, you know what, if, if that really just, didn't work you know we got to figure out how to communicate through this or how do I um I'm trying to be you know a better leader in certain instances and so is he and so I think it's just it's neat because it's a place in which we can just honestly exhibit so much grace and um you know willingness to just learn and grow uh, together so and also a place awesome also he is awesome we love you Kyle also a place (laughs) where you can like highlight your own specific gifts and bring them together like I'm Mm -hmm. sure a lot of the gifts that Kyle has you don't naturally have and vice versa like I remember one time at church y'all were talking about um your gift we were all talking about our spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. and Kyle kept saying like over and over again like and this is so true of anyone who knows Lauren like your spiritual gift is the gift of faith like Mm -hmm. you just have this like (laughs) unexplainable like optimism about 
a calling that God's given you, like it's going to work out. I just believe where logistically speaking, it might not look that way Mm -hmm. and it might be a stressful situation or starting a business is stressful enough. And then seeing it through from like conception to where it is now for you to have that gift is probably so crucial to Kyle who is maybe more logistical Mm -hmm. and then him having that logistical gift and, um, is probably so helpful for you, you know? So I think that's so cool. It's like seeing the body of Christ work together in this like marriage business, parenting, like all the things in one. Everything. Yeah. I feel like that's a very common trend in like all the friends we have that are husband and wife teams. It's like the wife is, tends to be like the dreamer, like has faith in everything, the positive outlook. And then the guy is like, okay, but like. How do we get a done? <laughs> and like, how do we actually do this? And like, this because that sense. is such an innate, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I guess gift or I don't know what you would call it, a tendency in a man is to right. provide and protect. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Totally. And then here we are. We're like, let's yeah. just dream and believe. Yeah. But and I think his the, level of works. faith in that has to be so different. Yeah. And I will never understand that. I know it's hard. You know, in the same way. This is so cool because it circles back around to that whole picture on the boat. Like, we're in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, I know we're going to be fine. This is great. He's got like a compass out and like, (laughs) he's like putting his finger in the air, like feeling the wind, which way it's blowing. And you're like, honestly, I just knew that like, we would not be called to this, like, God would not set us on this course if it was just supposed to fail. You know what I right. mean? Like, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be in our hearts and we wouldn't. The doors wouldn't have opened. Exactly. Yeah. And so I knew we were going to be fine, even through hard stuff. And so I would just, like, find joy in the simplest things or in the moment. Like, the fact that I could sit there and read a book and look out at the ocean, you know, or... And, um, and with a man, yeah, it's a... Well, because it's a different level of just care that you've been given and stewardship you know and so for him um yeah I think there's just a different level of faith and it looks a little bit differently in terms of what it requires but it's good it's a good good balance and um there's a lot to learn in it and that's why I say like yeah that whole boat trip ended up being painting a picture for a lot of the rest of our life and how it wouldn't necessarily being us living on a sailboat but stepping out in a whole different Mm -hmm. way because now and every time we do this which there's been a number of times through our life whether it's been through a move or you know a new job or a new opportunity it's carried a little bit more weight you know we've had another kid in the picture or something like yeah there's it's like a new and greater adventure yeah and the level of like potential sacrifice or risk is there and um interestingly enough every single time I have been like oh this is so great we are so fine and this finally is the one where I'm just outside of my comfort zone enough to really have to feel it like to be on my knees like praying every day like okay you know, God, you just got to give me strength to, to do these things because I feel so weak often in just my own, you know, what, what I have to bring to the table. But then, yeah, you do. You find that strength and that grace for like, 
what you can get done and then you know wanting to hold all the roles that I have well and do them well and be present as a mom and be present in business and embrace the leadership and the opportunities that I've been given and that's the other thing about Kyle too like he's such a leader um so it's neat to learn how to work together and for us to work together in order to lead um and but he's also so empowering of me like he believes in me so much he really does that it's almost it can almost be like overwhelming at times like where I'm like I just want to like you know fail (laughs) I just want to relax you know sit on the couch like let's just do this easy life like comfort Mm -hmm. you know like and he's like no like have you seen what happens when you speak in front of people or have you seen what like you know uh, things like that and i just have to go yeah. really okay well and that's just he, the encouragement you need to keep yeah. going he believes in me as just a leader and and you know and someone who has a story and can carry yeah this this voice and this inspiration particularly within this industry and can't settle for anything less than like seeing that play out Mm -hmm. and supporting and encouraging me and working together um so that we can launch something that does yeah it's a very unique way of like leading and empowering but something that yeah we couldn't couldn't do it without both of the both of those roles truly it's so (laughs) beautiful to have like a partner that doesn't allow you to settle you know it's like not an option and he's so smart Oh my gosh. He, I mean, his, and he's like a jack of all trades. Like he can like figure anything out, you know, his, he's had experience and a background in, in politics, in ministry, um, in education, in business, like all of these things. So just having that really well-rounded experience, um, he's just so good at like perceiving things and helping us to just chart this territory you know because it's Mm -hmm. not there's no map I mean there's Mm -hmm. really none so um yeah it's been pretty cool well one thing that I want our listeners to be encouraged by from you and I'm sure they already are is like if they have a dream or Mm -hmm. a calling or a vision that God has put on their heart to not Mm -hmm. not see it through like Mm -hmm. to see it through because your little gift of faith I don't have that like I I'm like the warrior, I'm the six, I'm the overthinker. Um, Do you know what I am? Did I tell you that? No, what are you? Guess. I know y'all you're the two. Your yep. You're such a helper. That's what she is. That. That's yeah, what she I'm is. You well. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think sometimes being a two, but then also being like in a position of leadership and owning That's a hard. business. I'm like, what? No, I just want to like hang out with you. Yeah, let's just, you know? I just want to help you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's so awesome. Well, one, I listened to, a, this is like totally back, backtracking, but I listened to a podcast yesterday with Lauren Aikens, uh, oh, Thomas yeah. Rhett yeah, Aikens, oh, exactly. her, his yeah. wife, who I just love. I just adore She's their so family. Cute. But she said something that like really stuck out to me and it's so simple. It's like, she said, God wouldn't lead me here to leave me here. Yes. And I think that that's, like, so true of Missio. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's like, God wouldn't lead you this far just to, like, leave it at this. Like, it's going, it's, yeah. in two years, look at what it's become. I know. In two more years, 20 years, think of what it could become, you I know? know? Like, know. he's not going to leave you there. And he's, every step of the way, even on the sailboat with no wind for yes. 15, 19 days, he never left you. Mm-hmm. And exactly on that, true. on that note, like, before we kind of wrap up, not that... 
numbers really matter. But in the last two years, one, like how many, um, how many different partnerships have you been able, Mm. like how far into the country have you guys traveled? And then maybe what is the most like significant story you've had of like a win of, oh, yeah. of reaching someone that That's a good needed question. the help. That is so awesome. Um, yeah, so we are, we've got, we consider, you know, anybody that comes along with us like as a wholesaler, a partner, because this is something that we're doing that's so much more than just selling products. Like it, it carries meaning. Mm-hmm. So I love that. We're creating meaningful partnerships. And those people actually are all the way out to California. We've got people in Ventura, California, and... Um, Costa Mesa, yeah, and but primarily right now we're in like the southeast region. We've done a couple of trade shows, um, well, actually, one um, in Birmingham, Alabama, and so we've got a lot of people kind of around the southeast as well. Um, so yeah, I think it's about 15 different states, and that's incredible in two years, yeah. And um, you know, we've been able to educate hundreds of hairstylists and community members and we can't exactly keep a count on it because we do things online we do Mm -hmm. things that are multipliable we do things at trade show you know um and then we also provide that one-off like in salons and then we empower um like the people that actually carry our products they're able to to teach and train too and give out the field guides that we have to others that are in their their chairs so that's really cool cool. Um, and we've been able to give thousands of dollars to nonprofits, two of whom are in our city, and then one overseas. We also support um, Love Justice International, and they help to rescue little girls at borders overseas in like India, Nepal, Bangladesh, places like that. Before, um, like as they're being trafficked and told that something else is going to go on, like a job or something like that. So there are little girls, literally, who are being rescued um, and mm-hmm. taken away. Um, they will interview them at the borders and then realize when something's going going on. So I think that's probably one of the most powerful things. Yeah. Um, Doug, who um, is a representative from Love Justice, was just in our office a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about how you know they even have babies right now that they're rescuing in Africa um that yeah are are being that makes me sick yeah so the reality is and he would look at us and be like I thank you so much for what you're doing because as we hand him a check no matter you know what that can look like in our season of business he's like every bit of this matters Mm. because we are saving lives of children all over the world day in and day out who you know are um just yeah subject to this kind of abuse and so defenseless oh my god they need a defender they can't defend themselves yeah and then we had a girl and somebody who attended one of our trainings here in town actually um said that our education saved her life because wow. she was in a compromising situation at her apartment. There was a man and a, another lady who were, like, hanging out and um, ended up coming after her. And because she had been through our training, it's almost like she, she just wasn't as innocent anymore. She understood the level, of, mm. you know, um, of what, how these people kind of act and what they do. And so she ended up being able to escape. 
Wow. Um, Whoa. That reminds me, you asked me how people, like what we actually teach them to identify. Yeah. And I never answered that question, but these could be things like, um, yeah, different types of relationships in their life that are controlling, too controlling, um, suspicious tattoos or branding, the way that they dress. Um, things like that. So those are the really big ones, just seeing um, a third party always present with that person, them not having the right level of independence or control at the age at which they're at, somebody else calling and making their appointments, things that seem like, why are you being treated like Mm -hmm. somebody else's property, whether it's a marking or, you know, um, and then, but it can also be things like they, um, you know, spend like crazy amounts of money um have all of this cash maybe have new clothes and accessories and bags and shoes and stuff like that all the time because they're quote unquote being cared for in that way but something's not right you know Mm -hmm. um injuries that they can't fully explain and just unhealthy relationships in their life or um depressed moods anxiety things like that so that's so Did incredible. Did I answer your question? That, yeah. Let's see. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. For sure. So inspiring and just. This is just, every time I talk to you about Missio, I'm like. I know. It's so cool. It's just like so powerful. Uh, and even like when y'all released that video for the first time, remember mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. was like, this is going to be on Good Morning America. This is going to mm-hmm. go viral because I truly believe like this message really can't be ignored. Like no. it just, people can't like sit idly by as something like this is being done. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, the cool thing about so it. It's so exciting to me to give people a very tangible, easy way that they can like join us and be a part because you hear about these issues and you're like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And the reality is we've made it as simple as what it is that you need to purchase, you know, every day and what you're going to buy anyway. So, um, you know, fall in love with ours and you know that it's also, yeah, making a difference as well. So, well, you're amazing. We have um, four questions that we ask all of our guests before they leave. Love it. Um, so, would you like to ask them? Sure. Okay. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I swear. I know. It's fine. So, first, what is something you're currently binging and or obsessed with? Cool. Yes. I think. <laughs> cool. Well, this is, you told me. These questions, you kind of prepped me a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, binging. I'm like, mm, that equals stage of your life when you actually have time to like Watch binge TV. something. <laughs> and I don't. So the reality is I have to, I like that you said uh, obsessed with because that puts it a little more into my realm. Um, but I recently, I have like, I'm so in love with plants. Like that sounds kind of weird, but like palm trees and these beautiful you know different plants to put in our yard or on our porch just because it can transform a space like so easily yeah and so may is an awesome month because it it was my birthday and then mother's day and people are like you know my family of course is like well what do you want and i'm like i just want to go to home depot and like get all these beautiful (laughs) like tropical plants and flowers like that yeah i know it sounds like i love that sounds crazy but yes i'm like so it it transformed my 
back patio, which is now like my little oasis. You know, it feels like yeah. a little island retreat now. So, oh, that's awesome. That's so true. And my girls got we have a blueberry bush and like just fun stuff. Like, there's so much in. I think it's different. I don't know. In your season of life, you'd be like, get there. I'm a little bit older than you, and but there's so much to be like to like learn. And I think even that God can teach you through like. <laughs> through like the whole process of like growth and so anyway yeah for sure but succulents and you know all the gorgeous little plants I love so cute (laughs) love that okay what is something that you love about yourself yes um okay so this kind of has to do with missio in a way but well first of all I'm really like not afraid of anything so I I find that things that other people might be like, oh gosh, I can't do that, or I, I don't know about that. I'm like, why not? Let's just go for it. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? So exhibiting kind of a fearless nature in, you know, who I get to spend time with or talk to or what something, what level, uh, um, you know, I might have to rise to opportunity-wise. But at the same time, I'm also, like, so content, like, you know, in like the simple things. And, um, so to paint that picture for you, like there was one moment in my life this year, last year where I was, you know, uh, one day with an event that we got to be a part of, like on the top of this, you know, New York city building, like drinking a glass of wine with, Honestly, people that are walking around with name tags that say all the major retailers and bloggers and all of this stuff. Like literally on what you feel like is like the top of the world. Mm -hmm. And making friends and getting to know people and finding that valuable. But also like a couple days later, being here in Wilmington serving sitting on the floor at a homeless ministry painting a woman's toenails. Who lives in the woods, mm. is surrounded by flies and the hottest, like, you know, a situation ever. So it was honestly like positioning myself and the ability to make friends and see value and beauty in like some of the most like low and you know being willing to position yourself lower than mm-hmm. than yeah. others. Um, who might just be in a really low position of their life, but also being given the opportunity through what we're doing there to then also rise and like have these moments that feel like they're kind of at the top of the world, you know? And, but me not feeling defined by either one, like just being Lauren, like, and being myself and making friends and finding value in, in each of those, those places. That's amazing. (laughs) Like being present wherever you are and loving everyone, no matter what situation you're and in. And I'm not kidding. Loving I'm them like, the same. I'm just as happy to meet like the, you know, hey, like, you know, this writer for this magazine as I am to meet like this woman who's got this story. And right now she's happy because I'm painting her toenails bright red and she just got a new wheelchair and she might not mm. have to sleep in the woods that night. Like, but she's got a story too, you know? And we're just able to become friends as mm-hmm. well. So. So good. Love that. <laughs> okay, if you could tell women anything one piece of encouragement what would you tell them yes it's kind of goes along with it um I think to really work to find joy in the simple things um I 
you guys probably are familiar with Anne Voskamp, mm-hmm. and I read her book a couple years ago called um, One Thousand Gifts. Yeah. And she just talks about this whole idea of um, gratitude and practicing, you know, this just this grateful spirit and um, practicing your life and how when you can list out and just bring to mind and be present to the simplest things that are blessings in your life, it can honestly change your entire perspective. And I think that there's so many things in our world that compete like daily, you know, for our emotions, for our attention, for um, creating value. Like just, there's just so much that we have to just sift through. And I think so much just is about our perspective and not comparing and being able and willing to allow your perspective about life to be shaped by like, all the blessings that we really do have mm-hmm. and finding joy in the simplest things. So I don't know. I love to highlight that for people and just like I I, I see where the enemy will try to steal joy from people and from women especially all the time yeah. by distracting or comparing or and so I love almost like fighting for that in their lives and encouraging people to um, yeah, just be thinking about those, those simple and beautiful things in their life. Right now I have two little girls. They're three and seven. Like, it is some of the most precious and amazing time. And sometimes it might not look like, you know, my day might feel exhausting or it might feel difficult for one reason or another. But the fact that I have, you know, a three-year-old that just wants to climb up in my lap and, you know, snuggle and be with mama right now or is saying the funniest, most precious things or, you know, there's just there's just so many things to be grateful for. And I think a part of embracing that is just um, being willing to, to, to see life through that lens. Mm-hmm. I love that. I was driving downtown the other day, I think it was Friday, and you know how churches will usually have like a corny saying on their sign outside? Mm-hmm. Yes. There was one that I was like, ooh, like that's really good. And I should have posted about it because I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it was something like, with gratitude, like what you have now becomes enough or something. Like something like really, really simple, but it just was so profound. good and profound. I was yeah. like, Man, that's so true. Yeah, it's almost like, like fighting, like you said, fighting the enemy and saying, like, you can't steal my joy because I have this thing. Right. And it's it might be little to you, but it's Or like, big I enough. don't need all that because this is, this is good enough. Yeah, you know? totally. So, and if you're always that. focused on the future or when this happens mm-hmm. or, you know, I'll be happy if, it's mm-hmm. like, no, like, you've you've lost like right we need to find joy in the present Everything, and yeah. the way to do that is by really thinking about just the simple things that you know are so beautiful about mm-hmm. our life whether it's a yeah she says you know like a sunset or your favorite cup of coffee or the fact that I mean there's just so many things you yeah know? totally so. all right what is something that you are excited for for this year yeah Okay, the remainder one, of one this with year. work and one with my family. Yeah. So we are really getting ready to launch. Well, we have some amazing opportunities coming up with Missio, and I can't share all of them, but like the places that we're being invited to, to be a part of or to speak or to have a presence with are 
literally dreams come true. So I'm so grateful and just excited to, you know, carry this forward um, in that realm. And we'll be launching um, ambassadors who are carrying this forward in a lot of different cities. And that's kind of what I'm tasked with right now, which I'm excited about. Um, and then personally with my family. So my, I've promised my girls, cause we've never really been, um, that we're going to go to the Jungle Rapids water park here Yeah, soon. you are. <laughs> Have y'all been? Um, no, yeah, when I was I'm little. Not. Can you explain it to anybody It's like here? a, there's a, a water park, place. there's a, go, there's putt-putt, there's an arcade, okay. there's a go, go-karts. It's just like a fun land for kids. It's kind of like if you visit our beach town and you were actually just a tourist, like right. you That's would you go. But yeah. if you live here, you like never how go. often do you actually go? Because the tickets are, you know, a little bit more. So anyway, they have It's like a dreamland for park, kids, though. but an anxiety attack for parents. <laughs> that's how I would describe Basically. it. Well, I am looking forward to it. Um, we've looked up, like, you know, everything that's Finding there. joy in the simplest things, Lauren. <laughs> Look at you. You're already doing it. And anyway, no, but it's mostly about just, you know, them and their stage of life and what they get so excited about and the opportunity to, like, set this on the calendar over the summer and for us to go and, you know, do the lazy river and these big water slides and everything together Mm -hmm. um, and for them to experience something like that for the first time. So that's just something they can do. That is so fun. I want to bring my my nephews at three and seven. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. And they could date them. They could be... Boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> they could totally fall Seriously, in love. Seriously, though. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for Jungle Rapids and matchmaking. I don't one know. At a time. Yeah, Let's one start at time. with Jungle Rapids. It's yeah. more like middle school, right? I don't know. No, it's so, just wishful thinking. You know? Right. Well, right. we have loved. I always Logan. We just sat down love and got a haircut you. last night. So you know, funny. I love sitting and talking with you. Love I could do it for hours. Y'all. This is um, so fun. So y'all definitely go to com to purchase some products and check out what they've got going on and then follow them on Instagram at, at Hair. Um, and then use the code SOL, S-O-L-E 20 at checkout to get 20% off. Yay. For any purchase. For any purchase. first, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, we love you so much. I love you, ladies. And I'm so proud of you and excited to see what happens with this podcast. I just think that it is incredible and it's so awesome to see you walking in your giftedness, too. Thank you. And we love you, listeners, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.